Every day is an opportunity for you to learn something that sets your home improvement or home services business apart from the competition. Let's make today one of those days. This is a podcast for home improvement and home services marketing. This is Built By. You've got to be adaptable. You've got to find a way to accommodate an uncomfortable customer. If you're not getting the home advisor leads in the first five minutes, you shouldn't even do it. Hopefully we're eating their lunch while they're trying to get back up and running. Hey, what's up, y'all? Matt here with Hatch in another episode of Build By. Hope everything's going awesome for you on this Thursday, March 18th. I uh, hope you're feeling okay after St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I think it was pretty subdued. There's nothing worse than a uh, drinking holiday middle of the week, but we've always got Friday, so there's that. So I want to keep this intro pretty short, but I just want to run through just a few things um, that you're going to get out of this episode. Um, I connect with Tim Brown over at Hook Agency. Um, really interesting guy, really interesting you know, company. Um, I wanted to connect with them because I feel like I'm seeing them everywhere right now. Um, LinkedIn, YouTube, you know, all those places. Um, they're doing a really good job of formulating a marketing message that is like transparent. And um, I think it resonates really well with the audience. So the bulk of our topic today is about creating a persuasive website. Um, it's not as boring as you think it would be. Uh, we don't really dive into like HTML, CSS and all that crap. Really, it's all about um, how Hook Agency treats websites and how they approach them. Uh, it's like a checklist mentality. It's pretty interesting. So there's really three main things that we're going to dive into. It's going to you know, design layout, SEO, content, and video, um, and making sure you have the right uh, little levers on your website that really generate leads from visitors. So we're going to cover all of that and more in today's episode of Built By. I'm going to go ahead and kick the episode off. Again, this is Tim Brown over at Hook Agency. I hope you enjoy. So you started, you know, you were in digital marketing. Um, and then you made the transition to your agency. And I believe you started with your wife. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Um, what I found interesting was that you guys really curtailed your service into home improvement and contractors and, and construction. Um, walk me through kind of that process there and, and what you were thinking there and, and why you made this like your, your go-to market. Yeah. So I think really what it came down to is we had a couple great clients in construction and particularly like remodeling and roofing. And actually one of our other first ones was paving. Um, so we found ourselves just liking those people. Really, that was what it came down to. Like, in a, I, I feel like I can be well-employed and well-paid whatever I like now you know, after it's been a couple of years in marketing, I felt I ultimately want to work with people I like. And I've just found a lot of construction people that I just dig. I just like the vibe. It's a better, it's better for us. It's just like, I think part of it is we are kind of a run and gun marketing team. We're like a little bit more like get shit done. Like we kind of like identify with the blue collar thing a little bit more. We're just like hardworking versus a lot of marketing agencies have got like that. Uh, they're like, super strategic up here making the decisions and then like they're a little bit fluffier and cut out there and and we 
have found the people in the trades seem to like our our vibe, our approach to getting stuff done and a little bit more focused on the actual work versus like strategy and then make you do the work. So that was kind of how it happened. I think ultimately efficient for ourselves, just efficiencies on processes, hiring, you know, hire the people that want to serve this industry, sales. We know who we're targeted at, you know, marketing. Can we say something and it resonate with the right people consistently? So I think this is this is the power and the strength of a niche, whatever niche you choose. Like, and if you're a contractor, like niching into your best services, the services that you're that are the most profitable, that you feel like you have the most process around, you know, passion for us is like the passion of enjoying the people and the situations that we're in. And like I said, I feel like we'll make money no matter what, but like ultimately I want to be by more people I like, and I want to, I want to enjoy my work. I'm, I'm a craftsman at the end of the day. Yes. I own a company. Yes. I'm a salesperson as well. Like I sell. And that's, that's part of, you know, being a small business owner, but the types of work that we do and enjoying the cra- the craft is like a big deal for me. And I want to do that. So I think that that's been a big push to us being involved with more contractors. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And, you know, another thing that I've noticed about you guys is that you're pretty transparent with everything, right? And yeah. the one thing I've learned about this industry in particular is they'll see through the bullshit like, like instantly. Mm, yeah. And unless you're up front, and that's what a, that's kind of the stigma around a lot of marketing agencies mm. um, I've seen, not even just in the industry, but everywhere else where like yeah. there's always this mystique or there's always this like yeah. very like thin veil or something. And I love that you guys are just like yeah. straight up, like this is what we are, this yeah. is what we do, that sort of thing. Totally. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that very much. That is certainly something that we've tried to do and have been challenged to do by some of the, like, for instance, we have like a YouTube roof roofing guy that's very, uh, that, that promotes us a lot. And he is very like see through the veil kind of guy. And almost like I've been like challenged by him, the fire of his personality, the intensity to like be even more transparent than we have been. And ultimately like acknowledge the fact that a lot of marketers are kind of scammy or bullshit. Like you almost have to acknowledge that and kind of like lead with that up front with this group, because there's just so many times where people got ripped off and, and it's also a challenge to us to like try to burn the fat off of our service a little bit and try to like get down to the meat and potatoes as much as we can, which, you know, ultimately it means we're not like insanely profitable, but like ultimately, I mean, it comes down to, we do want as much of our, um, of what people pay us as a marketing service to be focused on the value providing aspects of our service. So it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge to stay that way. And, um, you know, we're a young company, you know, and, and that's, I think that you have an easier time as an, a young company doing that versus as you get older, like everyone, you always add these frills onto the service, right? Like, so I think all of us got to stay young, young and hungry in that vibe, you know, with our, with our thing and keep, keep trying to make sure that it's value for the money. Like, and I've heard people say like value 
the idea of value is kind of like BS sales talk. No, it's not, dude. It's not value is not sales talk. Value is like you're are you making people's lives better? Do they have perceived high enjoyment for what they're spending? Like that's not it's not out there. It's ultimately it's it comes down to what somebody's spending versus what they're getting. Do they feel like they're getting a good quality thing? And it's like, dude, just even saying that makes like just challenging to me to make like we could be better at that. And I think everyone could. And I think that's always a struggle. And then you also have to figure out how to be profitable so you can spend money on your right, the, your best employees and keep them around. So this is like the the beauty and the the fun of running a small business. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And a lot of these values are like mirrored to home improvement companies, mm. you know, being transparent, yeah, you know, you know, doing good work that retains customers, gets referrals and that sort of yep. thing. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Man. And I, I'd love to, you know, transition a little bit into our, our main topic today, sure. which is, you know, providing value for, uh, you know, the listeners, home improvement companies listening. And, you know, what you guys really hone in on is website, SEO, um, you know, video, you know, really making persuasive websites that convert customers from visitors yeah. to your website, basically. Yeah. Um, and that's why I was excited to talk to you guys. I love how you phrase on your website this quote. It was, your website can be your best salesperson. And it's interesting because a lot of the websites I see when it comes to this industry, um, they don't really put stock into their website, I guess. Um, what are you doing to like challenge that status quo? And, and when you're talking to, you're, you're offering con consultation sessions and things like that to home improvement companies, you know, what, why is that kind of the stigma and, and how are you kind of getting around that? Yeah, I think that part of it is that contractors, construction companies, they think it's just there to like maybe give the contact information. And I challenge people to just think about it like we do a great job as owners of businesses and as salespeople of shaking hands, smiling at someone and, and getting their trust. And by saying like, Hey, like just examples, let me give some examples. We use these checklists. All of our team uses this checklist. We ensure quality that way. And I personally will stand behind this job. If it, if it, at the end of the day, this isn't completed, right. I will make sure to come back here. I will make sure it's done right. Whether you're a project manager or you're an owner or you're, you know, that's something that people do very, very well in this industry. And yet when we come to the website, you know, it's the equivalent of like the, the untucked shirt and the, and I'm like in a sweatshirt right now. So I, I, you know, I have nothing to say about that, but the untucked sweatshirt or the untucked shirt, the, the like frowny face and like the, uh, the flimsy handshake and the, uh, no eye contact guy that comes to a home to do a job. Like you don't want that guy selling, you know, and what that means in this case is like, you need tr to get trust. You need to get trust on this website and you need to bring the same elements. Basically it's the same elements that you have when you're having a conversation with somebody. There is smile. There is a smile. Like I want smiling faces on that website. I want the verbiage that we use to be clean and representative of why your company is really different. 
you know, like, so the verbiage actually matters. And that's really all that's, that could be the main thing you could take away from this is actually paying attention. Look at your website. If you walked up to somebody and said those words to somebody, would that actually get their business? <laughs> or would they walk away thinking like, the best roofer in Tennessee, you know, like, wow, that guy was really full of himself and it's kind of cheesy. You know, like, act like you were saying it to somebody and read your read your website out loud to another person on your team and say, how would I feel if somebody said this to me? Like just empathizing with your audience and recognizing people are really doing that right now. They're reading your website and coming away with the idea that you're just full of yourself and you're a little cheesy. <laughs> yeah. And so I think like basically just empathize with the audience and then like really do that exercise of just testing out your website and then rewriting it a little bit more in intentionally. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. I We were talking before we started recording about like, you know, all these books we have on the bookshelf that we haven't quite read yet, but this reminded me of one quote from uh, Mark Harari, he wrote a book, uh, uh, Be the Lobster on the Cheese Plate. Um, great book for remodelers. He's a VP of marketing at uh, Remodeler's Advantage, but he has a section in there where he, he basically says like, no one like walks around their kitchen and is looking around and thinking about a, a like a remodeling job project and is like, you know, I wish I could find a company that was, uh, you know, started in 1938 to really bring in this remodeling project. It makes so much sense. It's all platted. Like people don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> That's amazing. But yeah, so that, that, you know, that content is an important piece and, you know, um, that's one of the components of that website, right? The design layout, the content, the video, like all of these things go into an effective website. So mm -hmm. are those like the three things that you go into yeah. um, when you're like, you know, thinking of redesigning a website for a client? Yeah, I I try to get this down to as succinct of a explanation as possible. I, I was at a trade show not that long ago, and weirdly enough, uh, roofers, they just don't give a fuck, I guess. But um Bleep that out if you need to. Uh, <laughs> the, the like basically like roasting people's websites for fun. And the, the thing I came up with like is a consistent thing is just like you have to have very clear call to actions, you know, like the big button at the top. We say the top right, you know, like software companies did this first. They had like the sign up button, top right, big call to action on every page. That's one thing. Another thing is having that form right on your. Your, your website remodelers are a little softer on this because they just want to show the beauty of the work first and you have to really want to work with them before they'll even talk to you on the phone right but um roofers they just want the lead so hit them with the the um the form right away and then on the interior pages call to action at the bottom of every page i also would add middle of blog post i like to have insert an automatic um call to action in the middle of every blog post. Uh, we use something called advanced ads plugin on WordPress for that. It's amazing. Chef's kiss. Um, then testimonials and other trust factors. I think badges, you know, like if you have guarantees, if you have manufacturers that have a recognizable logo that they'd 
kind of be drawn to. That's a good one. Um, when we do a testimonial, I like the picture of the person who left it, the five stars where it was left, because if they don't know where it was left, they're, they're going to go off and look themselves to see if there's any, you know, they're going to go to Google to check out your reviews no matter what. But like what we're talking about is bringing some of that in so that they don't have to think about it. Like, I don't really care if they do because if they go there, right, you've got over 4.5 stars. You're looking golden. Everyone's excited about, like, if not, get your shit right. But um, you got you to gotta bring some of that in. And then lastly, just pers- we kind of talked about the persuasive headlines, acting like you're really in person with somebody and being talking to them, not just talking about yourself. And then persuasive images. We talked about smiles. But also this mindset of like, what, this is a good question of like, what does it look like at that moment that somebody receives the emotional benefit of your products and services? Like, what does that moment look like? Are they, are they looking down at the HVAC system? Like, hmm, are they sitting on their couch? Are they posted up just like with the perfect temperature? Like, and, and, you know, another thing is that before and after is kind of funny. You can do a funny before and after of like what you were like then, what you're like now. Ultimately, that's the story of what we're trying to tell, right? The story is with or without us, what the future could look like. And however you do that with images, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's just subtle and classy with a photo of a family that would look like they're kind of um, a customer of yours. So. Those are things to think about, I think. There's a couple more. There's a couple more, but I'm not going to go crazy. SEO being a big one. And, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's a. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, I mean, that's all good stuff. And I love the point you made about, like, you make them see, like, what their future is without you and with you sort of thing, Mm -hmm. right? Like, painting the difference there. Because I think a lot of homeowners kind of – you know, it resonates with them, right? Oh yeah. Um, you paint yourself in that picture for them later on down the road. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, um, and there's a note there, which is just, most people are scared of showing the negative future or even alluding to it at all. Though they see it every day when they come to a job site and see some botched work that they're fixing. You can't just tell that story a little bit. You can't just allude to the fact that like, there are some low quality providers and it's just plain wrong that somebody treats a homeowner like that. Like you, you say it, but you won't say it on your website. Like, and I just, I wonder if there's a way for people to kind of bring that in a little bit in a classy way. That's not like, don't, don't, cause if you push on that too hard. It almost feels scammy or something low end, but like there has to be some allusion to that because there are stakes in the story and the story has to have stakes. Otherwise, no offense, but if there's a $6,000 version and a $1,000 version, I'm going the $1,000 version every time. If you're telling me that all I'm going to be out is $1,000 and not a bunch of pain, I think I might take my chances. But if you're telling me that I'm going to, you know, not only am I going to spend a thousand dollars and have a failed project that I might also have my face covered in soot at the end of it or something, you know, like I want, I want you to bring some of that silliness and I want you to bring some reality to the fact that you've seen jobs negatively affect people's lives beyond just the, the amount of money. 
because that's what you're up against. You're up against cheap providers, and they're they're cheap for a reason, and you know that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Um, you know, I, I love that. Like, bring the reality into everything that you do. It just as we we're you know alluding back to the beginning, you know, it's that transparency. It's like it's easier to relate to a company like that, and I think a lot of people kind of. Um, you know, look for that because they can get a roof repair for it anywhere. But if you have something that like just catches their eye, it feels relatable. I mean, they're going to go with your company a hundred times out of hundred. I feel like, um, you know, wrapping this up and we're kind of running against time here. I have two more questions for you. Um, one of the, the things that I found you and the things that I think you're doing very well over at Hook Agency is video. So video creation, and this plays a huge role on um, your customers' websites as well. So um, walk me through just kind of like content creation when it comes to video, like what you're seeing is, is working pretty well. Um, you know, what are the most important things to feature on that homepage? Yeah, I think just a reiteration that it's all about them, not the company. It's, you know, I think everyone always does their video is just like this glamour piece about themselves. And I think you can do better. I think make it about them, make it about the successful project, make it a testimonial if you can, or incorporate testimonials. I think keeping it short, one to five, 1.5 minutes is a good time. Um, really what you want is the vibe of people like us do things like this you know so if you can if you found that this is your type of customer and you can show two or three of them that this is the type of house that they have this is the type of life that they have show it you know and specific reasons as much as possible why your processes and your quality control is actually better right checklists you can brand your processes. You can say, well, these are the five brands for the things that we do that are sub-brands of our main brand. As much as possible, show specifically why you're different. Because I think that that's a hard thing that a lot of contracts, what is really different? Because everyone says, you know, service and customer service, you know, like, why? How? Please tell me. Like, I, I want you to beat the other guy by saying, we're the only provider that does this. You know, like, we have checklists, we have quality control. Like in, in at one point it could have been you as the owner that went and cleaned up after every job, but you're not now. So how do you build that into your system? How do you make sure it's done? Do you have checklists? Do you have quality control? Do you have, however you can bring that in, you know, the, I'm t we're talking about home pages. So beyond the video bullet points and like, I've like kind of just this, Bring out the checklist aspects of your business. And, and if you don't have them, make them, you know, make the checklist and, and fix that. And ultimately, marketing is just showing what you got behind closed doors. So show more of it, I guess, or make it. Um, and, you know, on video, I think a couple quick things are lead with pain because it captures, captures people's attention. And also you're empathizing with your audience. So if you actually talk about their pain, they'll listen. Think about your background a little bit more than you may have in the past, right? Like if I want an angle on a house, I want it to be beautiful. I want, um, if you're in your office, I want it to be brightly lit. I want the, the window to be in front of you so that I can get a lot of, um, you know, detail and it feels high end because ultimately you want these videos to feel high end. And then lastly, just like 
there has to be a reason for them to watch this video. So I call it clickbait. That's shorthand for make sure that the title is well done, the title to these videos, and there's a reason to watch it. I ultimately, I think it's, I keep on pushing on video. I think you should have video every time I talk to anybody, but at the same time, there has to be a reason to watch that video. Like it can't, even if it's the most immaculate piece of content in the world, there has to be a value proposition for every piece of content you put out. There has to be, you know, if it's not on your homepage, right? Like where do these videos go out in the ether on social media? You have to have a distribution plan for every single piece of content you put out. So yeah, the easy one is just put some Facebook ad budget towards it. Um, Otherwise, like, where are you putting this? Do you have enough audience for anyone to care? I put out so much video and ultimately I have to ask myself that on a regular basis, but like every single piece of content we do has a very specific reason, um, whether it be referral partners, that's one that you, you know, it's useful no matter what. But I do see a lot of roofing companies and contractors spending time on video and they don't necessarily know exactly why and you kind of, you, you got to have a, a way to get it in front of people. And it's not like, you know, magic. Video is not magic. Not, not everyone's going to run and watch your videos uh, all of a sudden. You got to figure out like how to get people to watch them. And, and I'm struggling with that myself. But I think like the best things we've found have been involve other people. And those, those ones have done better, like those referral partner type things. And then um, break it down into smaller chunks and put those out onto social media. Take the best parts and put those out. So if we do longer form video, we're always going to break it down a little bit. And then that to me is a way to at least get people to watch like the best piece. And ultimately, that's a brand thing. If that goes out on social media, maybe they won't watch half an hour. But if they saw the one minute of like just the best piece of value, then that's they just that reflected well on you and your brand. So I think that those are different ways to kind of get it out there. Yeah, no, that's great. You know, getting extra miles out of your videos that way by cutting them in, into smaller portions. I mean, that's awesome, man. Um, you know, to your point about like telling the story of of the visitor and the homeowner versus yourself. Like, I see so many videos where it's like the most elaborate, like they blew the budget on the first 10 seconds logo reveal of their own company. Like, yeah. Why? <laughs> like yeah. you're going to save it till the yeah. end. Like they don't care about your logo, right? Yes. Oh, lead with the, don't bury the lead on any of this yeah. content. Like the only thing that matters, don't bury the lead. That first 10 seconds matters a lot. I almost like, I'm starting to say my name less at the beginning. Cause it takes up too much real estate. Who cares? Like maybe have the logo, but it's low. You don't have to do the big spinning like, wow, congratulations, you have a logo. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, let's, let's go. Like, it's great. But like, what's the thing that they're going to get out of the video? Say it at the very beginning. The best, I'm not even like an expert at this, but the best video producers, the people that have the biggest audiences that I see do that all the time. They lead right away in those first 10 seconds with value. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, you know, wrapping it up, uh, I've you know had a great time uh, having conversation with you. This is kind of a last, like, kind of a, I don't know, a little segment we do, which is last tip before we dip. So um, what's the number one piece of advice you would give um, anyone, contractors, marketers, anyone in the industry 
um, that you're seeing right now that you think is pretty relevant? Get involved with peer groups. And something I've done recently that I think could be useful for contractors is informal strategic advisors invite an informal, uh, maybe three in four informal strategic advisors to chat with you and a couple key people on your team every like six months. Just like you present all the stuff and then listen to them in response to all this, like give them as much context as you possibly can. I think that that's something that I see as a problem that a, a lot of small businesses do, which is trust people that don't have context to their business. The problem is not that they're not smart, like gurus out there, they're, they're super smart, they're great, but they don't have all the context that you do. That's why you have to trust yourself. And then with informal strategic advisors and peer groups and stuff like that, you can give the, if you can give them an hour worth of context and then listen, there's a lot of value to that. But just like inviting more smart people in and, and I, for me, it's like I'm seeking wisdom and I'm trying to like better my character so I can make better decisions. I'm not just trying to like find the next hack, you know, and ultimately I think that a lot of contractors and a lot of small businesses, a lot of marketing agency owners, a lot of us do these things where we just, we're always looking for that next hack. We're always looking for the next uh, shortcut. Stop looking for shortcuts, man. Get around wise people, strategic advisors, and uh, and listen. Yeah, and I, that's something I'm working on, so that's why I'm saying it. No, that's awesome. Um, you know, I see so many quote-unquote thought leaders, and you know, how much value can they actually provide to your business if they've never spent a day in your shoes, right? They can give you a high-level type overview of it, but at the end of the day, is it going to provide you value? I mean, that, that's a great tip, man. I love it. Um, and do it. Yeah. I, I mean, the last bit on that is just like do what you already know to do, and like mm -hmm. be be consistent. Do more of it. I think that mm -hmm. that's like a big one. Is like do more of it. <laughs> like and like because I always people like people are like let's uh, what's the two version? Like what are like the advanced whatever marketing things? And it's like are you doing the 1.0 a lot? You know okay. what I mean? Because like, that's part of it. Is just like the consistency and. And those types of things. So for, for those of you that already have great strategy, just the consistency and the habits around that. That's awesome, Tim. Again, thank you so much, man. Uh, you know, I want to give you a few minutes here. Let's say the listener wants to connect with you, you know, learn more about Hook Agency. Um, if you have any, you know, content out there that you think is helpful, feel free to, you know, where, where can they find you? Where, where can they find Hook Agency? Thank you very much. So we have a couple guides that I think might be interesting to your audience. One of them is our SEO basics guide. Like if you only could do these three things for SEO, do these hookagency.com slash SEO dash basics. And then the other one is around everything around local marketing. Um, we have a lot of guides around website design, but I'll be honest, I think most contractors aren't going to be doing that themselves, so I'm not going to plug those per se here, although please share this with your designer if you think it would be useful to them. Um, hookagency.com slash local is a guide around everything that we know around local marketing, and there's a download, and there's a couple of great videos, and even some of those advanced hacks about getting higher on Google Maps 
Um, and a, a bunch of reminders about stuff you already know and how to do it more consistently. So hookagency.com slash local and just hookagency.com. We have a ton of resources on there. Hook agency on social. Say what's up to us on IG or wherever else. And yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, we'll have to do a, a round two podcast and just tackle like that local marketing uh, Ooh, hey. problem. Yeah. Um, awesome, Tim. Thanks so much for joining, man. And uh, yeah, till next time.